All right. We're getting started. We finally figured out how to record this, and uh, it picked both of our voices up. Both of them. I am here, too. Still more ink in the flesh. Welcome to the Fovia Podcast. I'm your host, Jeremy. I'm the owner of Westside Laser 216. And my guest today is Kellen McKenna. Kellen? Yes, tell sir. Him, tell him about yourself. Uh, I would say, use the words, visionary, prophet, uh, entrepreneur, and uh, a tad bit of a ph- philanthropist as well. Okay. So really, just a, your common renaissance man. It's deep. And Kellen, you're in college still? That's what I had on my Tinder profile. Renaissance man. <laughs> you're in college still, Kellen? Yeah, I'm finishing out college. Okay. My fifth year in college as a criminal justice major, but we also second majored in wrestling, which is the first major. Cardell Jones style, I like it. Yep. How's, uh, how's training going? Uh, training's going good. It's a little different this year with... Uh, the virus and whatnot, but you just it just makes you a little stronger men- mentally not to be tripped up by it. And I think at the end of the day, whoever put the most honest hard work in is going to show because okay. there's no one on your back right now but yourself. That's true. That's I like how that. I feel about that. I like that. And uh, what, what weight class are you? Uh, 141 pounds. Okay. So I'm currently taking measurements of – the coffins, so those are in process of being built. Kellen, Kellen's a badass wrestler. He really is. Uh, our friend Garrett actually showed me a video of Kellen when, uh, right before I first met him. He won a marathon, <laughs> and he started yelling at the reporter, telling him how he's going to be a national champion. <laughs> so, uh, so uh, he's what is this? This is it right here. This, yeah. You gotta, you gotta this show is, that reporter yeah, today. <laughs> yeah, this is it. This is my last shot. My one opportunity. My week. My knees are weak. Arms spaghetti. <laughs> I can't let the opportunity blow. Eight mile style. That's what we're rolling with. Yeah, he's he's got the white hat on and everything. Yeah, I. So we'll see what happens. Kellen, what do you what do you do outside of school? However, on the side to keep me out of trouble and to hopefully. Uh, my career path, I developed a tattooing business that I started in my kitchen table, and we worked our way to you know, slowly build it, and it's just a positive way to spend my time and a great way to see growth. Okay. How do, all right, so how did you get into tattooing? We've, we've never talked about this. As many times as you've <laughs> given me tattoos, we've never talked about it. And I've known you for... What five, five? It's going years. on five years now. Five yeah. Years. So, and you've been tattooing me for two, two, and you've been tattooing for two, two. Yes. All right. Professor Glass was one of the first in line. Yeah. Sitting there on the kitchen floor, actually, because yeah. the table wasn't, because uh, he's he's quite tall, so we had to sit him down, and he was still just at uh, eye level for me. And it turned out great. Yes, it sir. turned out great. So what happened was the start of the story is uh, I was. Tr- I was in my junior season of wrestling, and I had injured my ribs, so I was out, and I was sitting in the training room, kind of down on my luck, and I had these boots on that I just draw all over, just crazy designs, whatever I wanted to, and I was just sharpie like a pair of boots, and my one buddy sitting next to me told me, 
because he knew I was into tattoos because I was pretty heavily tattooed myself. And he said, hey, I know you're out right now. If you ever get a gun, like, I'll let you practice on me and just do some tattoos. And I'd always, like, ran around tattoos. I'd been in and out of shops, and I've always been obsessing over them. So I was like, well, this is my golden opportunity. So I, I thought about it for about a week or two, and I was sitting on some Christmas money that my father had given me. And I was thinking that I could either blow it or I could invest in myself a little bit and see what happens and at least not you know, have something to show for the money, not, you know, nothing per usual. So I went online. I bought like a cheap – well, I did a little bit of research, probably not as much as I should have in the beginning, but I bought enough equipment to begin, and it came in the mail. I tattooed a banana for about five minutes. But why a banana? Uh, yeah. That's, that's something you learned online. Something I looked up online, probably like one of the first like five-minute videos that I first put into it. I probably put five minutes of studying into tattooing before we did our first tattoo. Great you preparation. Five, you said five minutes? Five minutes of studying. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I figured how hard could it be. So, what? I was like, yeah, yeah, go ahead. So, I grabbed my little brother Ian, and I said, Ian, come on over here. This, this banana is like... It's just not cutting the case anymore. Ian, and the assistant, and yeah. he's actually he's actually here today with yeah. us. He's here, still supporting. Yep. And so we came over here, and we just did a little, a little, my little signs, little two X's with a smiley face. My first tattoo ever. And then uh, my buddy Jr. that uh, said he'd let me tattoo him came over probably twenty minutes later, and then five hours later we had our first terrible tattoo, and that was the start. <laughs> They've gotten way better since. Uh, That's uh. Yeah, they're progressing because, like I said, eh, the more time you invest in something, the harder you work, the little luckier you get. So right. and you said you said you took your dad's money, which was, go ahead and say how much because it really doesn't matter. Two hundred fifty dollars. Two hundred fifty dollars. It wasn't yeah. a million dollar investment. It wasn't no. like, it wasn't no. anything crazy. So you, you know, nobody can say like, well, his dad, you know, his, his dad's rich, so he gave him all that money. You know, it's two hundred fifty dollars. It's two hundred fifty dollars. Well, actually, to be honest with you, I didn't know if it was. That shout out to my grandma too. I think she probably gave me some money along the way too to start it up, but they don't know that yet. I was gonna say yeah, shout out to grandma. Yeah. Whenever she hears this and uh, whenever she finds <laughs> out, um, yeah. because you said you took your dad's money and invested in this, but your dad has no idea what you're doing. Yeah, my dad still doesn't know yet. But you know what? I think at the end of the day, he's not gonna know how to take it because he's gonna see that I've learned a lot from his businesses and his side hustles and how to get my name out there. And it's honest work, but it's a little bit different of a generational gap there. So I think at the end of the day, he'll be proud of what happened, but just going to be a little shocked at first, especially when about everyone else, you know, Jim Carrey and Steve knows, but my father. <laughs> and it's amazing how, I mean, maybe he does know. I don't know. It's the biggest conspiracy in my head right now. Yeah. Well, he might figure it out. But anyway, you're doing good and you're transitioning from, you went from the kitchen table and then slash kitchen floor. Yeah. Um, kitchen floor, kitchen table, to kitchen chairs. The basement. To, to create a whole home studio down in the basement. Yeah, and actually that came a long way. It looks great. Came uh, a long the, way. The table's comfortable. Yeah, comfortable table. We Everything's two sanitary. Tables Everything's yeah. sanitary. Yep. And we, yeah, we just built that from the ground up, and now we're at a shop right now. My first shop over at 47th Street Tattoos. and On the east side in Cleveland. Warrensville Heights. Yep. Warrensville Heights, okay. Yep. Yeah, I heard they. I heard they. Con or they call you uh, Tattoo Gun Kelly over there. Yeah, you know they don't. They 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 said you, you're kind of quiet. I'm just gonna let the tattooing speak for itself. That's all the talking I need to do. 
Hell yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Call me what you want. The Count of Monte Cristo. Whatever you want. Yeah, so <laughs> <laughs> how long how long, how long, long you been transitioning into the shop? Uh, I don't know. I, I guess because I did it for the first year. The first year in the first summer, you know, I kind of toyed around with it. I was tattooed here and there. And I was, I guess I would say half one foot in, one foot out, just just doing it on the side for the hell of it. And yeah. then I started then this summer. Well, right when lockdown started this first time around, I was like, I was just outside uh, digging ditches in like 32 degree weather. And mobile, I'm like, yeah. Shout out to Team Mobile. Shout out to everybody at Mobile that probably never hear this. Yeah, shout out for everyone that won't hear it. Thank <clears throat> you for guiding me in the right direction not to be there. And I just realized it, was, it wasn't the place to be, especially when you have more to give. So uh, I just started taking it more seriously going into this summer and then one school hit uh i just decided to really hit it hard because like i said i'm graduating i'm not sure quite what what i want to do yet for sure so i figured well let's take a whack at this and actually take a go at it so that i know in my head whether it's the route i want to take or not yeah and and you're you're real flexible with people like as far as as far as time like i know uh taylor's dads came in town and you tattooed him late at night you know so he could sleep through the day and then he gets his tattoo and gets on the road well, the uh, name of the game is Unbreakable. Yeah. We'll do it. I don't care. Two o'clock in the morning, we'll get it in. Yeah. That's what sets us apart. That's what that, and then, and that's why I come. That's why you get comeback customers. Because if you put in the effort, they're gonna like it. You know, just like when I started off, I had a landscaping business with my brothers in high school. Right. And certain things that you learn is just if you take the time Which, and you show them that that that. Is that that brother yeah, right there? Yeah. All both right. of them. Both of those. All right. So yeah, yeah. So I, entre, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, it's okay. Entrepreneur, like it runs in the blood, then. Yeah. Oh yeah, because my dad's had. Flyers on doors, keeping flyers on doors. Okay. flyers on doors. We put them in people's mailboxes, but we didn't know that was illegal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Until they let us know. So now, so then you just open their door, or like sliding underneath their door or whatever. But yeah, we've been at it for a while, and I just noticed that when you take your time and you care and you pay attention to small details. They're going to keep on coming back, and if you form a connection with them, they're not just a customer; they're still a person. At the end of the day, everyone just wants a hug. Everyone just wants a friend. Right. So if you if you give them that, that's when the you know it, it's it's a whole harmon, harmony and flow of things, and and you can't just force a sale. You have to work with the person. Right. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. No. Definitely. Uh. Yeah. And you're flexible with. Like I said, you're flexible with everything. And then you carry a good conversation during during tattoos. But not only you carry the good conversation and uh, you know all the positive vibes and shit like that, you have uh, you, you focus you focus on the art. And then you can tell at the end because you sit there and you stare for 15 minutes. You want to sit there and stare at it all night. I don't know you do, but you sit there and stare at it for 15, 20 minutes, and you're just you know well what can I do next? You walk away from it and come back, and then and you see like. Like uh, like like the tattoo we're doing on me, you know, like you you see, and we have to go back and redo everything. But like, it's still gonna not redo, just go over. Just keep you know adding on yeah, to it. Yeah, yeah, but exactly. Like, but like my father said, if you can't talk and work, then don't talk. So I learned how to do a little bit of both, and it kind of helps <laughs> with tattooing because you gotta talk. You know, you gotta conversate while you're doing it. It's a pretty intimate process. Yeah. So I learned to talk and work a little bit, you know, and yeah. and plus having all those brothers around, it really helps gyrate some uh good conversation and some good banter right right you got someone you got so many different things to talk about because you know I, obviously all your brothers you guys are the same but you're different in you know your own ways. so 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You got different things that you're interested in. So you know about little different things like kind of like those like, like I know I know more about the track world because of my brother, you yep. know what I'm saying? Yep. I didn't know there was a whole universe. You know, so yeah, it's yep. crazy. It really yep. is. It really is crazy. And uh so yeah, you, you you know, you you probably know about so many different things and and the different jobs you've had and the really the thing I want people to hear really is like you worked you worked what? At mobile from seven to sometimes seven I know because I know how mobile works yeah you worked you worked there all day and then you go from there and then you go home and tattoo until I know we've I know I've been over there till at least one in the morning a couple of times 11 12 you know what I'm saying so you stay up and you work all night you know what I'm saying yeah I do the same thing as yes, soon as I, as soon as I get off from my nine to five job I tell you I go and I work you know what I'm saying I work until you know nine nine thirty because you know I want to be at least a little courteous to the yeah. neighbors. You know yeah, you, you've heard have, yeah. you've heard the machine. Yeah. So, um, you know, I, I work, but then after that, you know, I'll, I'll be on my computer, you know, looking at different, you know, researching different things, and not only that, but like different different stocks and stuff. Like I don't I don't have you know a crazy amount of money throwing the stocks right now, but like it's it's something to think about. Like there's so many different. So many different things. People think, you know, some people might just think that that's all you do is tattoo. They didn't know that you landscaped at the same time. You yeah. Know? Well, they they only see what you post on Instagram. That's all they see. Right. You know, but they, they, that, what, what we're saying. Go ahead. I was gonna say, and then they only know the story. You know, some only some people know the story behind uh, Still More Ink and why it's called Still More Ink. Well, uh, I'll say that. Well, what I'll say on your last point, and what's similar to both of us in our business ventures is that it consumes us and when something consumes you you have to chase it right so you know we're not it's it's not even like we're coming home after working all those hours somewhere else because that's not what we want to be doing no we're doing no, what no. we want to do when we get home from work exactly so when something consumes you you got to chase it and it doesn't even feel like work and i know you no. don't you don't feel like it's work now, obviously you get tired you know what i'm saying you get tired because you are, you know what I'm saying? You're consumed in something. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You don't want to stop, and I'm the same way. And, uh, you know, you're not tired of what you're doing. You're tired of, um, you're just you're just physically tired. Yeah. So, but but you, you still got to work that nine to five just to, to fuel, you know what I'm saying, this. And then you, you bought a table. You bought what? You bought a gun that you can't even hear. It doesn't even, yeah. it's crazy. Yeah, it's it's meditation hour with with uh, still more ink. Yeah, it really, yeah, and then yeah, your music selection. You just you turn music up, and then if people don't want music, you know, we don't need want, it. Yeah, you don't. You need want it. silence? We'll give you silence. We'll give you whatever you want, or die trying. You know, <laughs> <laughs> we'll try to accommodate to what you to what to what the client needs. Hell Important. Yeah. Hell yeah. But what like you're saying? Well, the invention of the name still more ink. How it came about was because. Uh, the college house that the whole business started off in right. is on the road Stillmore in South Euclid. So what first happened was we first started calling ourselves Stillmore Boys. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It was like a little gang or whatever. So then when I invented the tattooing business, I figured, well, what's a name that you know might stand out a little bit by the same time kind of brings a piece of me with it? And I just figured still more because it can really go into anything, you know, still more to come. Right. You know, still more going, right. you know, but still more ink. Right. But that's with INC as incorporated. My dad was very excited about the still more to come. Yes. <laughs> because, yes. you know, after his tattoo, there's still more to come. And you, you really did make his tattoo pop, you know, 
Reggie did a great job on the, on the Gator, but you really made it that background pop. Oh, and I, dude, he's excited. I don't now. My mom wants to come up. You tattoo yes. my whole family, the whole glass <laughs> tribe. Everybody. It's all of us. Yeah, all four of us. Yep, yep, all of them, all of them. But they're all great people, so it's easy work. Yeah, you yeah. Know. <laughs> you, only, you only know the good side of us. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've, I've I've been fortunate to see the good side. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that no, it's 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 been good so far. So we'll see what's going to happen up here when you you know really put your foot forward. Like I uh, was showing you, just simple things like when I enter the shop, just growth things like you become certified in your first aid and you become certified in your bloodborne pathogen. Right. It makes you a lot more hireable. You create business cards, little investments like that you learn in the outside world that you need to help grow it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because no one's going to grow it but you. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah, no, I think I think your business will definitely grow, transition into that shop. I know you're, you're in that two-week probation period that you don't want to be in. Hate it. But... You know, sometimes you got to do things that you don't want to do. Yeah. And it's funny. Excuse me. It's funny you say that because I tell Phil, and I know you know you know of Phil, but I tell Phil it's funny because he was talking about one day, and this is way before I even started the laser engraving, he was talking about how, how much it sucked hand, hand lasting, which is like pulling the leather over, um, over the shoe mold. And hammer it in, and, and it holds everything before he puts on the sole. Something along those lines. I don't know everything. I'm not, you know what I'm saying? I'm not a cobbler. Not a cobbler. I think that's what it's called, a cobbler. Dr. Cobbler. Yeah, yeah. I'm not a cobbler. But uh, Only cobbler I know is peach cobbler. But I told him, I said, you know, it's funny. It's funny you hear uh, everybody complain about things that jobs, that uh, you complain, complain about things at jobs, and... Um, they look at you and they think like, oh, he has the coolest job. You know what I'm saying? But they don't, they don't know that it sucks to hand last the way you do. But you do it because you enjoy, mm-hmm. you enjoy it. But there's something at everybody's job that they hate doing. There's things that I hate, I absolutely hate doing, and especially right now, being newer to it, newer to laser engraving and everything. The whole I, I mess up a lot, so like it takes extra time. But I can't charge somebody on extra time because of you know my yeah. mess up. So. And in your story, you can't even mess up. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, you probably can because you could fix it, but still. Well, uh, well, I guess, and I guess that kind of is a good point, and I think that's something that is important to focus and realize in both the laser and printing and the tattooing, which you see constant growth in both of them, is the amount of risk you take employing us. You know what I'm saying? In the beginning, you're going to risk a lot more with your money or your body or with both for either business because the person's still young in the game. Right. So your risk, but as we get older and as you mature and you grow, your risk lessens. Like, you know what I'm saying? When someone orders something from you, they're going to know it's going to come out crystal clear because right. you've been doing it. Right. So the risk is low. Right. You know, and they're going to get the product they want. Right. They know that their tattoo is probably not going to look like shit. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because I've been, the, the pro- risk is Probably, low. yeah. Hey, no. <laughs> everyone's human. You know what I'm saying? I'm not making any promises. No, no, no. That's true. I look, look. That's a, I know. I know everybody. I don't know everybody personally. The dude that did my very first tattoo, I don't know him personally, but it was my college roommate. It was one of his brother's friends. So I, I it was kind of a personal connection. This dude was a whole business connection. I was sell. I was selling him. Uh, 
I wasn't selling anything. My manager sold him something. I don't know. I worked at this job for three weeks. It sucks. <laughs> and uh, the dude was an asshole. He was like, you're not a likable guy. And I was oh like, dude, I, I don't think you understand. You're the guy. Yeah, <laughs> you're, you're the not guy. Likeable, you're the guy bro. that's not likable. Yeah. I don't think you, you see how people react. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. you got to be genuine. you got to be yeah. genuine. People, people want... Or just the fact he said that just shows. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Who, like, who yeah, said that something? You're not likable, yeah, bro. That's, that's just not a leadership quality either. And All right, Simon Cowell. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Who are you, bro? Yeah, but I got this cross right here, and I told the dude, and I was like, you know, if you do okay on this, then I'll, I'll probably talk. get another tattoo from you. But he was new in a shop and everything. And I was like, I'm not somebody I don't know. That, like, at least I can see – you know stuff he's done before i ain't seen nothing yeah and i was like if you can do okay on it i mean yeah he didn't do a bad job no right but it's two lines and you're saying he didn't do a bad job so yeah like, come on yeah yeah well, so well, you know yeah i mean he just he tried his best you know pat him on the back yeah it's okay you know if you're if you're okay with being mediocre yeah but Nah, it's not bad, man. It's a fun business to get into because you get, you know, fun clients. Obviously, you're not going to get a person that doesn't like to be exuberant at some point. Right. You know, you're getting a tattoo. So you're going to have fun clients, too, that come in. And they can hook it up in different ways that maybe different clients can't, too. Yeah. You know, and it's a good business to get into. And we'll see. I mean, you can potentially own your own shop or just have it be part of your income and do other things as well. Yeah. Yeah, that's true, and you got you got pretty good help. You got pretty good uh, help around. Yeah. Uh, not not only is Ian help when uh you need you need paper towels, wet paper towels, wet paper towels, ink. ink. He also <laughs> he also and little do do their parents know <laughs> he also has tattooed his whole leg. Yeah, a whole half sleeve. His whole yeah, it's a half sleeve I've and. Only at his house has he gotten a tattoo, and to be honest, they all look great. Yeah. And they were some of there were some of your first tattoos, mm-hmm. and that's obviously where most people get some you know the first yeah. tattoos right there on the leg where you know nobody's yeah. gonna see. But you know, I wish I kind of wish you could put those, you know, what I'm saying on, on your yeah, upper body yeah. or so you know more visible yeah. something more visible you know on the calf or something yeah. because those are actually really good tattoos. Yeah. That wolf is something. Uh uh-uh. oh. Oh yeah, that wolf is crazy. Actually, that wolf is actually the first time. Uh, my now my my girlfriend when she when we first started uh when we first started talking, she came over and she she's never seen a tattoo done before. And she walks in and she sees me just tatting my little brother on my kitchen table, just 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 yamming him with the needle, just like paper <laughs> towels everywhere, just dirty. And she ended up staying till two thirty in the morning while me and him are trying to grind. She gets oh, just grinding. We actually had to run out to the gas station, get more paper towels, have them ice it with peas in the middle of it. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't really well orchestrated. It never is. That's yeah. how you get started, though. That's yeah, how you figure out you don't do it. You don't want to invest. You don't want to invest all this money until you know, like a little bit. At least I had a little bit of practice before I invested. You know yeah. what I did and what I'm doing. Yeah. Um, and I figured out that's something that I want to do. Yeah. And uh, it's getting it's getting close, like you know, to taking it full, full it's, round. To, you know, full time, and you know, doing and I'm doing other things outside of that, and I'm not just doing that, and and it's it's gonna be um, it's gonna it's gonna free up a lot more time that I can I can fulfill a lot more orders, 
I can I can push a lot more business. I can create a lot more things, you know, because you know it, that's the, that's the whole reason that I got it is to do different things, things that nobody else has seen, yeah. nobody else has done. Uh, and I, I think I think to an extent I've done that, and to, and the same to you. I think I think a lot of people, your style is very very different. It's very, uh, it's it's very old school. Yeah, 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 yeah. So. And it's it's getting better though. The, with that app, what's it? What's Procreate. The, Procreate. Oh, Procreate got, is a beautiful thing. Yeah, dude. So your shit has been like really, really, really picking up. Like it's it's so. I, I don't want to say your stuff before wasn't detailed, but it's like crispier. Yeah. You know what I'm saying it's 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 like there's more a little bit more detail. Well, I learn more, so therefore, if I know better, I'll do better. Right. You know, and I and I realize that there's this app on the iPad that it will elevate. A tattooing game probably times five at least on the skill tree like if there's a skill tree like how you see in skyrim the yeah. procreate helps you bump up a couple levels from like not a master blacksmith to maybe you're almost a master blacksmith now because you can digitally design and put together absolutely anything anybody can think of or what i want to think of right so now i don't have to like you know it just makes the whole process easier if, if i want to draw you know a horse dragon it's going to take me forever to do uh, drawing. Free, like and, and if I send someone a photo of this piece of paper that's been scribbled, scratched over, erased over, well, I see what, what was happening, but they have no clue what's happening right. compared to when I send them a digitally uh, designed thing just right over the phone like that. Hey, this is what we're going to do. They're already coming at it. And they, you know, they know, number one, see a lot cleaner what they can expect, right. but going into it with a better mindset because, you know, they can turn people off if you're, you know, if you look sloppy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you know th to build that image is everything. Yeah, and dude, everything you've been posting lately has been, <laughs> that shit's been crispy. Like, I just, to me, I only get tattoos, you know, that, you know, mean something or, you know, or somewhat attached to me, but that's why that's why I can't get some of those tattoos but no those, that shit's badass all your stuff is really starting to really really starting to pop and right. I think transitioning that shop it's gonna be no problem for you to you to generate business and then that that store is gonna want you more you know what I'm saying and it, but by that by that point uh, that they start raising uh, your 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 rent for the booth what yeah. are they charging you anything so what, yeah how, how does that work because I don't know how tattoo shops work really. I've, I don't know anybody that's ever really worked inside of one. Like I've, I've only mostly got my shit outside of a house. Yeah. Or I knew somebody that worked in a tattoo shop or of, of somebody yeah, that worked that, in a yeah. tattoo shop. So, um, Well, basically what happens is you can either uh, rent or you can work off commission base. So rent is, I want to say maybe... I don't know because that that's not the option I took right as of right now. But like rents call it like two fifty yeah. a week, or it has to be a week because it can't be monthly. But so if I just give her two fifty right off right on Monday, and I'm and I'm having lots of clients come in, and I know I'm going to make way more than two fifty. So what? I got to knock out two tattoos on Monday to pay for the week, right? And then all the rest of the profits are mine. But because I don't have that type of clientele yet, and my you know it's not. I might tattoo four, three, four times a week. Yeah, I gotta work off commission right now, which is which just means I get seventy percent and she gets thirty percent for you for my you know using the location and whatnot. Yeah. So it's not a bad split. No. Because no. if I was looking at it when I was landscaping, it was probably vice versa. I was only getting thirty percent and the owner was getting seventy percent. Right. So it's not bad to you know switch yeah, right yeah. now until 
it might make more sense just to rent it out. Yeah, but it's still not it's still not out there digging digging holes and shit like that. Oh yeah, it's it's a lot. I was just telling uh, my girlfriend the other day and my brothers. I was looking at my bag and I was like, wow, it really feels nice to go to work. I'm packing my laptop and some snacks and my iPad. Uh, then you know a pair of extra clothes. I know I'm be muddy all day and wet and dirty. You yeah. know it feels a lot better just packing like a laptop. All right, I'm I'm going off to work. You know, I was like, right. I mean, it's work. I mean, you're certainly grinding, but you don't like, have to put a suit on or anything like that. I'm drawing on someone with the electric crayon. Yeah, you know, what I'm saying, listen to music, having a good time. Like, yeah, I mean, it's it's still work. You're making money. You got to grow your business, but it's like you said, if you love what you do, you're not working any day in your life. Yeah, and it affects everything in your life. You come home, you're gonna have a better home life if you're happy at work. Right. Yeah. You know, if if it sucks at work, everything else around you is gonna suck. Your right. energy. It's like an injury vampire. Your work can be an injury vampire and drain all your energy. Right, right. But yeah, if you, if, you, you, know yeah if you don't. And I think I think the way we work and I think the way sports have uh, kind of uh, wired us to be is uh, very, very driven. So it's like it's hard to work for somebody who tells you to do one thing and they try to motivate you and they're not even motivated themselves. And you can even tell in the way they talk. Mm-hmm. And it's it's not something you want to hear. Or they're they're a fucking asshole about it, mm-hmm. and and then and then you get mad and then you take that anger into your house and yeah. it's like, you know why why even do that? You know what I'm saying? I'd rather work 80 hours a week for myself, and which sometimes do yeah, and sometimes I do. I'll put an extra you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'll put 60 extra hours in yeah. after what I what I work my my normal nine yeah, to five. You, you know what I'm saying? And like the weekends, I work literally. I work from the time I get up until sometimes until midnight you know what i'm saying yeah. into the next day you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying obviously i take breaks here and there and i you know what i'm saying i do do certain things i'll go see certain people i'm not like yeah. anti-social but you can obviously do that on your own time too you're grinding yeah you know? and and like you and you've seen the growth you know what i'm saying yeah, I, yeah. and that's tremendous that's, and that's the cool thing about this this whole this whole podcast too is like you know i've seen i've seen your growth you know what i'm saying you've seen my growth but we're still in the middle of everything yeah you know what i'm saying i yeah. literally watched you start from the beginning you watched when i didn't have shit in yeah. this apartment before yeah. i even knew yeah before you even had any, anything even about had this yet. you know yeah, what i'm yeah. saying anything about this whole thing so yeah. um so yeah that's 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 the shit that i you know i want people to hear well and like you're saying when it boils down to it you only know your own worth you know, right. no one else can tell you what you're worth, and it, and if you're competitive by nature and you want to see growth, right. and even if you like, I I seen you in the workplace. If you have 20 good days, but you barely even get a, a good job, why are you there? Right, it's a waste of your time. You're, yeah. you're wasting your energy, and you're giving your good energy off, and then it's being drained. It's not being reciprocated. Right, you know what I'm saying. And it's it's not a bad thing to have have like. You know, what I'm saying a, a, a job like that because sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do yeah. or take take what you can take. Yeah. But as far as like um, what you do after work, it's all it's funny how people always talk about time. Like mm-hmm. I feel like again, college sports, especially college sports, have like prepared us as far as like time because like, mm-hmm. dude, when I was done, I didn't know what what the fuck to do with myself as mm-hmm. far as like where to throw yourself I got, into. I got all this time. Like you know, what I'm saying mm-hmm. I'm used to doing this and this and this, and then you know, what I'm saying sometimes I go work. For you know the pizza shop, and then you know I'm saying back home doing homework and shit like that. Mm-hmm. After after football, I was like, well, shit, I don't know what to do because, I'm, you know what I'm saying. I can I can sleep till when I want. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I can kind of do it. I, I just have more freedom, and I didn't know what to do. But once once I found something that you know what I'm saying consumed me more, mm-hmm. I think uh, it kind of it kind of got me back on track as far as like uh, organization and. Uh, 
uh, I, I don't know what I'm trying to say. Well, you being self self the, the, the dri- Yeah, the driven. Well, self driven. The time, the time management. You know what I'm saying? Because I get done, and it's like, all right, well, I really don't have a hobby. Because you know, for a little while, that I tried out, I tried out the comedy. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. I tried out the comedy. Yeah. Uh, that probably would have worked. It was just I I couldn't do I can't I can't do things repetitively. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I like to yeah mix it up. I, I I don't mind obviously doing things repetitively over and over and over is very very good and it'll help you remember things. But I like I like doing different things and I feel like I would I would want to do a different set every time I was mm-hmm. doing comedy. You know, I'm better at just more throwing jabs around with my friends or some shit. Yeah. But uh but yeah uh. Where was I going with it? What were, what were we talking about? Well, just using your time wisely because you were sitting here, like you said, you had a lot of time on your right, hands. Right, right, yeah. So, like, sometimes my dad my dad will say after he gets home from work, he's like, yeah, he's like, oh, I, or he, he don't say this no more, but he's like, no, I don't have time to do that. I'm like, well, dude, you you sit on the couch from, you know what I'm saying, 3, mm-hmm. to, three to 4.30, like, yeah. right, get home and sit, you know what I'm saying, chill out for, like, 30, 45 minutes, you know what I'm saying, take a break, maybe a 20-minute nap or some shit sometimes, but, like, you got four and a half extra hours right there, sometimes five, yeah, to do something, read read about something, and learn. Mm-hmm. And if you just separate yourself for even a month, you know what I'm saying, a month, mm-hmm. and you just start reading something different, you start learning more shit, and then that's how you build, you know. Mm-hmm. And then I tell my dad, I was like, you, you're just sitting there, dude. You're just wasting time. You know what I'm saying, watching TV, and there's nothing wrong with watching TV. Like don't do that. Don't do that shit all the time. Or you know what I'm yeah. saying for four hours, and then say you don't have time to do something, because that just that doesn't make any sense. You got time. It's just you're choosing to spend it on on uh, watching TV, and that's something he really instilled in me. As far as like you you have a choice. You know what I'm saying. You you, you have a decision. You're either gonna make the right choice, the wrong choice. You're gonna make a choice. It could be good. It could be bad. Mm-hmm. You, sometimes you're gonna have to deal with the repercussions of a choice, but you always got a choice, and you know, say so you got the choice to sit there and watch TV. So you got the time, you just choose to spend it watching TV. Yeah. And again, there's nothing wrong with that if that's what you want to do, but you can't say you don't have time to do something. Well, just there's just a low, there's a low return rate on it. Right. You're not getting much out of it. Right. You know, just like my one teacher. And yeah. I'm not taking digs at you, Dad, because I know he's going to listen to this. <laughs> yeah. I know he's going to listen to this and take this shit no the wrong way, probably. No digs at head tribe for glass, <laughs> the head of the tribe, no digs. Just as a use of an example, that's all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, make an example. That's all. But uh, like, when my, like my one teacher told me when I was in 10th grade, and I tried to tell as much people as possible because it really does help. She had two mason jars. Full one mason jar full of big rocks and one mason jar full of to the top full of sand, and she said to the whole class that she wanted to put both of them in the same jar. And people were like, "Well, how the hell would that happen?" Well, she put the big rocks in first, and then she poured the glass with the ma- the sand uh, in the other glass into the glass with all the big rocks, meaning that if you fit the big things in first, all the small things are going to fit around it too. But it didn't look like they both could fit or not have enough time. You know what I'm saying? Right. In the same essence. Right. Yeah. So, small, big things first, and everything else gonna fit in. You just plenty of time to make everything happen. Yeah. Yeah. No, it makes sense. So, so, uh, what's what's your ultimate goal with the, with this, Kelly? Because I know we talk we talk a lot about you know obviously the whole time management thing mm-hmm. and how we spend our extra time after uh, and after a job and obviously some people got other you know what i'm saying other priorities before that really are 
obviously more important as far as like kids and shit like that. Mm-hmm. But um, but what, what's your ultimate goal with the, with this tattooing? You, what do you you want to end up on that Netflix show? Like what's the, what's the, what's the what's yeah the Ink Master was what's you uh, want to have your own shop here in Cleveland? You want to move somewhere else like out in California where? Because obviously, obviously, you moving into a shop, you can obviously up your prices. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You don't have to charge, you know, twenty five, thirty dollars for something that's probably worth eighty, ninety. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Something like, something like that wolf you put on Ian. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's a hundred and twenty dollar tattoo, really. Yeah, you know? Yeah. 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 So like, you can obviously raise your prices. So what's what's your ultimate goal with all this? You know, where where do you want to where do you want to go? Mm. I'll say my ultimate goal with this would be able. To generate enough money to then provide me the freedom of the lifestyle that I'd like to be accustomed to, which is the freedom to work when I want. You know, I, I can still grind. I'm, I'm always gonna grind till I die. So I'll be, you know, kind of, I will be working and it won't be part time or anything. But at the same time, I want to have time to enjoy life. Yeah. So I don't, I don't want to get caught up in a job that's just gonna consume me and take away from my life. You know, just because I think it's the right direction. I just know with this area, if I can make it happen, it will give me enough opportunity to also live my life outside of just making money and enjoy things. You know, enjoy people and enjoy doing things compared to just always uh, not uh, just always chasing the paper because it's not what it's all about at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah, absolutely not. No. So. It's it's all, yeah. It's, just to have It's freedom. not like that at all. And you said, um, you said that, you uh shit this is definitely this part's definitely getting cut out why um why because i blanked but you said something about um oh you 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 said you said you um you're always going to grind until you die yeah you think a lot of people think that an entrepreneur can't be made do you think an entrepreneur can be made or you think it's just something in inside of you you think it's just self-driven you think like you can watch a couple Gary Vee videos and you know what I'm saying turn yourself into fucking Dan Bozerian or not even Dan Bozerian uh, turn yourself into uh, what's Amazon Jeff Bezos you know what I'm saying do you do, uh, do you think it's just something that's inside of you or do you think it's a little of both I think like like any game there's levels to it right you know there's there there's levels to how hard you want to go and how far to, and that and that's the cool thing about doing your own thing is you get to push the pace. You get to go as hard as you want. If you want to put your foot down to the gas pedal and just rock with it, you can. Or if you want to step halfway in, halfway out, you can. Right. You know, it's it just, there's levels to it. How hard do, is that person going to grind and do it in a smart manner? Yeah. You know, not just waste their time doing things that aren't going to work. Right. And are they going to grow at a fast enough rate? So I think it's just... So you think it's adaptations, probably, yeah, a, little, a, little, a little bit of both. You know what I'm saying? Because you can come, you, you you can come, you can come from money and grind, and you cannot come from money and grind. Right, right. You That's know, true. It's all the same because it's not. It, you're not living up to anybody's name but yourself. Right. Shout out to Goody. Yeah. <laughs> insider. Yeah, insider, uh, Mr. Goin stays grinding. You know, and Mr. Goin, look, Mr. Goin's right at mobile with all of us too. You know yeah, what I'm not we only is it mobile. This dude has my back right now. Like basically, he's my. Uh, He's my consultant. <laughs> he's a, he's a, he backs a lot of the shit I do. He he figures out a lot of the shit I do as far as like numbers, um, um, as far as like on the machine and everything. I do those numbers, but like like math and uh, fucking everything else. This dude, you know, what I'm saying, if I need him to find me something with the price, he finds it. He'll ship it to me. You know, what I'm saying, and we, you know, I send him the money. 
A schemer Boom. himself. He's a schemer. Exactly. He likes to scheme. Exactly. He's he's a schemer. He has a little scheme. No, he, no, 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 no. He ain't scheming at all. Well, you know what I'm saying. He's grinding. He knows. <laughs> he, knows. <laughs> he, knows. he knows what he's saying. If you listen to this, you I know said, what I'm I saying. Said, I said, yeah. I said, <laughs> yeah. yeah, like I agreed that Goody was scheming. Yeah, <laughs> you're scheming, no. Mr. Goodwin. No, he's not. No, he's not at all. But Got no, my eye on like you. he backs a lot of my ideas and he he's obviously he's seen everything you know what i'm saying from you know what i've done yeah. you know and actually he hasn't seen everything until he comes back to cleveland and sees all this shit yeah uh, living big boy Dallas lifestyle. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, we'll Dallas Buyers Club. I'm going down to Dallas soon. I'm going to go visit him. I am going to go visit him. But uh no, he backs everything I do. Uh, a, a lot of shit I do. And actually he um he yeah, no. He he just helps me with a lot of shit. Well, think about it. You know, really the whole friend group, a lot of people that we run around, uh, a lot of people are hustling. They're not, you know, it, there's yeah. there's a lot of growth. When you see somebody and if you haven't seen them for a month or two and you see what's going on, you know, you realize everyone's trying to grow around your friend group. No one's just, st- you know, stationary doing the same stuff. Everyone's constantly moving, right. you know, a month. And, you know, I, I call it still more time, but, you know, people call it a different time. But I say a month and still more time is at least worth three months outside of regular time. Right. Just because you've, you've stayed on that path. It's kind of like on col- in, in college, you can choose to take all your core classes and get all your things done at a pretty fast rate. Or you can choose to take some core classes and, you know, sprinkle in classes that don't really matter. And that's why it takes you forever to graduate. Right. Because people aren't just staying this, stay that hard course right through the bat and you're going to get to where you're going a lot faster. Right. I think that gave me the extra push, too, as far as, like, uh, surrounding myself with people especially up here in Cleveland and surrounding myself with people that, um, you know what I'm saying? They have their own side business, you know, they're not only their own side business. They actually, most of them now have, they've taken it full time that it's their, it's their full time business. So I think them being around, them pushing me, them showing me different things, me seeing like one of the guys I work with, uh, sometimes he, he's a, he's a shoemaker. Uh, he had just bought a whole software for like, I, I, I don't, I don't know exactly how much it was, but he bought a whole software and he was learning how to use it. And I was like, well, dude, this dude's 10 years in, mm-hmm. or you know what I'm saying, 15 years in or however long, and he's still learning. So then, like, that made me really sit down. And, like, f- so I got to know this machine inside and out. Yeah. So I got to figure out, you know what I'm saying, every, every little detail, how shit works, you know what I'm saying, tips and tricks, how to clean it properly. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You can't, you can't mess it up. But as far as far as like him being in the in, as far as him learning, and that's that that, that pushes you, yeah. And so surrounding yourself with all those people, and I can probably name like one or two people that I'm not really there that I'm around that really don't do do mm-hmm. much. Which, again, that's their own decision. But like, I, every everybody I know has a little, a little something on the side. You know, even even my it. even my friends back home. You know, what I'm saying I have a friend. She just started a charcuterie board business. This is like cheese and crackers and shit like that, and. It's it's really taken off with literally within like a month. So wow. like, so like th- this shit's crazy. Is and surrounding yeah. yourself with people that uh, really want to see you do good, genuinely yeah. want to see you do good. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, no, and, and that's true. You, you keep it, and it, you know, it's people keep keep on changing, but as long as you grow in a positive manner, it doesn't matter. You know, you can keep on growing, but if you grow in the right direction, up, you know what I'm saying? Like it, it's all up. It, right. So, yeah, so pretty good, pretty good. All right, well, Kelly, I think that about wraps it up. Unless uh, you got any questions for me? Uh, 
don't know, Professor Glass. Let me think here for a second. I don't know. I, I'm definitely gonna uh, post. I'm gonna post your business cards on Instagram. That's a big step in an investment there. Oh yeah, a little investment like business cards. Think about it. You know, it just it just gives you more of an image of that you're a professional and you care about what's going on. You know, it's still more ink. Tattoo artist. Text three one five nine three nine zero three one eight. Instagram at Stillmore Inc. One L. And that's S T I L M O R E underscore I N C. Location 47th Street, Tattoo 4613 Green Road, Warrensville Heights, Ohio. And that's Stillmore Inc. Kellen McKenna, Ian the assistant, yeah. Michaela the wonderful girlfriend, and Brennan the brother. <laughs> Burning the brother. Burning the brother. He's an entrepreneur as well. Yeah. yeah. Appreciate you guys listening. And, uh, you know, next episode is going to be a pretty good one. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping it's Stan Gordon. You know, I'll, I'll let you know here soon. But uh, appreciate you guys listening. And, uh, you know, we'll be back with some more good stuff. And I appreciate you coming on, Kellen. Thank you. Good night. <laughs> nice. All right.